this is your host Victoria and in today's episode we are continuing with our mini series on how to get what you want. We are moving on to episode number three, the third and final episode of this mini series. As usual, I would love to know what you are doing, what you're looking at, what everything around you looks like at this moment as you listen to this episode. So take a quick picture, send it over to me on Instagram or tag me over there so I can feel like I'm right there beside you as you listen to this episode. Enjoy. Welcome to the Victoria Sardane Podcast, where you'll discover actionable tools, tips, and tricks, as well as inspiring conversations to support you to change your own reality. We all have immense personal power within us. We all have the ability to be the person we look up to the most and take charge of our lives and our future. Sometimes we just need a little insight, a little change of perspective, and a friendly nudge to take the step. Are you ready? everybody. I hope you're all doing well. I'm very excited to have you here on another Monday morning as we kick off the week with a brand new episode. We are finishing the mini-series on how to get what you want. Two weeks ago, we uncovered the first step, which is actually knowing what you want. A lot of the time, we don't get what we want because we don't actually even know what it is that we are working towards. Last week, we went through step number two, which is believing that you can. So often, this lack of self-belief not only stops us from actually finding out what we want, but even once we've been able to find what we want, a lot of the time, a lack of belief in the self is what blocks us from actually getting there. So we might not think that we are capable, so we might not even try. This has a full rippling effect, and It can also, of course, stand in our way from us even actually imagining what that dream might be, might actually take, might actually consider, and therefore we can't even take the first steps. So I wanted to go through with you step number three today, which is all about moving into action. So for this episode, I'm going to assume that we have come up with some kind of dream or we know what it is that we want. Once again, a dream doesn't necessarily have to be being the president of a company or having your own business or having a house somewhere, I don't know what. A dream can be something as simple as I want to never have to put an alarm clock in the morning and be able to wake up at any time I want. Or the dream is to be able to lie by the pool on a Tuesday at 10 a.m. and that not be a big deal. Whatever it is that that dream is, it can be as grandiose or as simple as we might want. That doesn't actually matter. But for the sake of this episode, I'm going to assume that we have some kind of dream. Now, I'm going to continue by saying that when it comes to actually bringing the dream to reality, you don't really have any control over that. So that might burst your bubble a little bit, but it's the truth, is that is something we do not have control over. So once you have this idea in your mind, something that you want, something that you want to work towards, I don't want you to base your success on that dream or on that desire. So you might have the dream to have a family or start your own family. Whether that actually happens for you or not will be based on so many other criteria and elements that will be out of your hands and that you might not actually be able to influence fully. 
So we do not have control on the success of your dream. So I don't want you to base your personal sense of success or achievement on the dream itself. What we want to do instead is base our success on the actions that we hypothesize will bring us towards the dream. So we want to, and this is of course not rocket science, but we want to break down that dream into actually actionable goals and we want to base our success on those goals. So the danger is that when we create a big goal or dream or have a big ambition, we place our value on whether we've achieved it or not. And this is something that happens as well, even with smaller goals or even New Year's resolutions, for example. So somebody who has the New Year's resolution of this year, I'm going to find a job that I love. Whether you actually find a job that you love or not, out of your control. This year, I'm going to lose weight and feel healthier. Whether that actually happens or not, somewhat out of your control. The only thing that you can control is... I don't know, exercising X times a week or walking a certain amount of steps or kilometers a day, for example. So it's really about recentering our focus back into things that we actually can control rather than tying our success to the achievement of the dream in itself. So if we take an example of somebody who has the dream of working for a PR agency that focuses on sustainable brands, for example. You might want to break that down into steps of, first of all, making a list of PR agencies that you would like to work for, maybe in your area, maybe they have online options, maybe you want to then add people from management on LinkedIn to start conversations with them, maybe you'd want to reach out to those companies, maybe you'd want to do a certain amount of applications a week or a certain amount of applications a month. In the end, whether you've succeeded or not shouldn't necessarily be tied to if you get the job, but perhaps to the amount of steps that you've taken towards it. So that's, of course, a relatively straightforward example where we're thinking about, you know, a concrete job. You might say that what if your dream is something a little bit more vague or broad, like I want to have a self-sufficient bungalow in the forest in Bali, for example. If that's your goal or that's your dream or that's your, oh my goodness, that would be so amazing if, then it's really about how can you break that down into small steps now? So maybe it's actually just putting an estimate of how much money you would need in savings in order to actually even make that happen. And then maybe you can break that savings down into years or into months and you can come to the conclusion that if you're putting aside, let's say, 50 euros a month for the next 15 years or I don't know what it might be, then that's something that would actually be possible for you, for example. So the hard part is that when we have a big dream or a big goal or a big ambition or something that we've dreamt up that all of a sudden we are excited about bringing into life. Sometimes it's something that is realistic and is close in the future, but sometimes it's something that feels so grandiose and so far away that we don't even know how to really take a step forward. And even then, any step forward that we take feels so insignificant to the actual goal that we feel a bit disconnected from the goal in itself. So giving the previous example, making the decision between 
should I go out for dinner or should I cook at home? And then actually tying it to that goal of having a self-sufficient bungalow in Bali seems incredibly disconnected, especially if your goal is to have a self-sufficient bungalow in Bali by the time you retire, for example. So a reflection that might really be able to help is something that I'd actually seen recently on Instagram. I don't remember where I saw it, but I saw that someone had posted saying that every moment you have the potential to make yourself feel 1% better or 1% worse. And I would say the exact same thing about your dream or your goal. Every moment you have a choice to go 1% towards that goal or 1% away. And sometimes it's about constantly tying those 1% together, keeping that big goal and that dream in mind in order to bring yourself there. And whatever goal or dream that might be, actually having things that remind you of it during the day, especially if it's the kind of goal or dream that feels incredibly distant and it's something that you can easily forget or feel disconnected from. Something that actually one of our speakers at the recent Brunch Club event shared, which I loved, so I thought I would share it here. She said that when you have some kind of vision that you want to move towards, ask yourself what that person would do. So already put yourself in the shoes of the person who has achieved that goal, let's say, or who's living that vision and really step into their shoes for the day. Ask them Ask yourself what they would do, how they would act, how would they would react, what are the action steps they would actually put forth, how would they live, and really think about actually living as though you're wearing their skin for the day or for the week or for the month or for the year and really keeping that in mind when you're making these small decisions of I can act the way I always have or I can step into the shoes of the CEO I want to become and ask myself, how would she act in this situation? What would she be doing? How might she be acting? And so really actually stepping into this kind of persona and living that way. Because you might say, well, I want to have my own yoga studio one day. Well, the owner of a yoga studio, how is she starting her day? What is she actually doing? Maybe she has her own consistent yoga practice because that's what she's selling in her yoga studio. Is that something that you're doing? So really thinking about that in a very concrete way and starting to already live in that way because then you are reducing the distance between the kind of person who would be able to live out your dream and you where you are right now because you start becoming the kind of person who would be living out that dream and that becomes you and therefore the dream feels less far away. Something I also spoke about in a podcast episode where I share my top productivity hacks, which I will link in the show notes below, is this idea of moving the needle. So I've heard this phrase a lot, and this is a concept shared a lot by Brendan Burchard, and he always speaks about how we need to move the needle forward. So it's actually really what are the things that would have the biggest impact on what it is that we want to achieve. So let's say we're trying to find a job. We might find ourselves getting lost browsing on LinkedIn when in reality, the most needle-moving activity we can do is go to a networking event, for example. And it's often the activities that aren't necessarily taking as long. So for example, you might spend five hours browsing through LinkedIn and you might only spend one hour at a networking evening. But within that one hour at a networking evening, 
there's a much bigger potential for it actually to have a significant impact than simply scrolling around and browsing LinkedIn. Similarly, you might find yourself putting together a beautiful mood board for this bungalow in Bali instead of actually researching what does it actually take for a foreigner to buy property on the island of Bali? Is it even legally possible for me, yes or no? And so there's certain things that we tend to lose our time or waste our time, quote unquote, doing that isn't actually bringing us any step closer to the actual vision we have in mind. And it's dangerous because it makes us feel like we're taking steps forward. It makes us feel like we're actually doing something, but we're not doing the actual needle moving activity. If we ask ourselves, honestly, is this the activity that is having the biggest potential impact on bringing me towards my dream, yes or no, you will most probably be able to find that answer for yourself. So that is all for today's episode on moving into action when it comes to getting what it is that you want. As I said earlier, this was the third episode of the series. If you haven't listened to the first two yet, I'll link those in the show notes below. I would love to hear your feedback. I'd love to hear your thoughts. I'd love to hear if there's anything that you would add, any thoughts, any reflections that you would add to this element of really moving into action. What has maybe worked for you in the past? What hasn't? Please feel free to share. I would love to hear. This is the kind of work that I do with my clients. As I said in last week's episode, we are usually what stands in our own way. And this is something that we all do, whether we're conscious of it or unconscious of it. We are constantly putting barriers in front of us and stopping ourselves from moving forward, even though that feels incredibly counterintuitive. And you might tell me that there's no reason you would be ever doing that. What's something that we do do? And I help my clients actually understand why we are getting in our own way and how to get out of our own way in order to move forward. With my clients, we often also put together action plans where we're really able to break down certain goals into steps, make them feel realistic, make them feel achievable, understand any kind of emotional relief barriers that might actually be hindering any of those steps, and really create a smooth path forward so that it can feel like we are flowing forward towards what it is that we want. Feel free to reach out to me if you want more information on coaching. I'm taking on only a handful of new clients in the coming months. So reach out, let's have a chat, and we can take it from there. In the meantime, guys, I will see you next week for a brand new episode. <laughs>